It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. This is the Plan with Dan podcast. Who is Dan? Well, he's Dan Betzel, the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gahanna near the airport. You can find us online by going to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Listen to past podcasts there, and uh, we'll post future ones there as well, of course. I'm Walter Storholt, ready to lead you in the conversation today. And we're talking about major life events on today's podcast. Some of the things you should be thinking about when you encounter some of these significant events in life, and uh, also why it might be important to have a coach to help you along in some of these uh, processes. And some of these things we can see coming, Dan, others will sneak up on us or we may not see coming around the corner. One of the ones that we may not really see coming could be an early retirement package. Other people know that that might be on the horizon for them, but what are some of the things we should be thinking about when it comes to an early retirement package? Uh, You know, Walter, um, that's actually been a very, very, very significant issue here in the Columbus area. Both STRS, the State Teachers Retirement System, as well as uh, uh, the Public Employee Retirement System, uh, they've they've all been in this process of every year or so changing the rules, and they're offering you know early retirements. And there's a lot of issues that come up. You know, should should someone who's getting close to retirement should they take the early retirement package under the old rules, or should they keep working for a few more years and you know order to uh, boost up their you know their pension amount and then be under the new rules and. Uh, I've actually found it very, very enjoyable to sit down and help people work through those issues. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, their overall planning goals, obviously their age, you know, how much money they want to have in retirement, how much they've been able to save outside of the pension uh, programs. But there's just a lot of issues that have to be um, taken into consideration, you know, personal issues, tax issues, and, 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 and retirement goals in order to know what's best for you in that particular situation. I have follow-up questions, but I'll hold off because our next major life event kind of brings up similar issues, except this one is of the more sudden variety, and that's when you maybe lose your job a little earlier than you anticipated. Before you've reached that legitimate retirement age, maybe instead of an early retirement package, it was a layoff, or you know, unfortunately, maybe it was a situation where you got fired. Hey, it happens, or uh, or whatever it may be. Maybe you're a small business owner and you went out of business, or something like that. A job loss a little earlier than expected in life brings with it similar complications, but maybe even more so. Yeah, and there's also obviously a lot of emotion involved in that. Um, I think the most important thing to do is to come up with a plan to help you bridge the gap. I mean, how are you going to get from the, the time that you receive that last paycheck um, until you're able to be fully employed again? And, you know, hopefully uh, people have done some pre-planning and they and they have some cash reserves for the rainy day because, of course, you know, the rainy day has come. But, you know, once you get some sort of plan to manage that gap period, then there'll be other questions. Um, what are you going to do with your 401k from the formal employer? Are you going to roll it over to an IRA? How are you going to invest that? Maybe you need to take some distributions from that. What are the tax consequences going to be? Um, are you able to get around the penalty period if you're not yet, you know, 59 and a half? Uh, so there's a lot of things you can look at. What about your medical insurance? Uh, should you do COBRA? Should we go out to the open market and, and look for insurance coverage for your in your family? But uh, I think a lot of people, uh, even though it's a very, very difficult time, it really helps to have a plan in place and to start working that plan and to know that there are some things you can do to take control uh, and to get back on the right track. And I enjoy helping people 
think through those things and uh, come up with something that works for them. Just a clarification here, Dan. Uh, you said, you know, the issue here is before you get to that legitimate retirement age, and I think you're referring to it as as that gap period. Uh, are we talking 62, or what? What exactly is that legitimate retirement age? Is your definition? Oh, well, that's a good question. I, I I was using it in the in the to mean from. The time you receive your last paycheck uh, until you are fully employed again, if you are going to be fully employed. But if you're just a few years from retirement, maybe you're not going to be fully employed again. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, then of course we'd want to look at your social security to see if you know what your full retirement age is. That's uh, dependent on when you, what year you were born, and then uh, whether it makes sense to take uh, social security early to take it later. So you know whatever that gap period is for you, whether that's until you become fully employed again or until you begin taking um, social. Social Security or any pension, uh, whatever that period is for you, it could be different for different people. Yeah, because I guess if you're what like 58, let's say, and you yeah. you lose your job, well, you can't get Social Security yet. You can't start withdrawing on some of your retirement accounts without paying penalties, and you don't want to necessarily do that. But you're also so close to retirement, it may not make sense to go and you know try and start a whole other career. And I, I guess that's a really tough situation for people to be in sometimes. It is a tough situation, and everyone's unique. And uh, some people use the opportunity to, you know, perhaps come up with a retirement type of of a career, to doing something totally different. I've, people have been able to create some, uh, you know, amazing positions for themselves. So it it all depends on your unique situation, your overall financial uh, strength and stability, and and what your goals are. But it, I do know that people work through this, and they do find a way forward. Yeah, it's what, what do they call it, the second act, your second act? And maybe yeah. Maybe that was in a movie or yeah. something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, so those are those are two major life events, obviously, to be aware of. They're, they're somewhat tied together. That early retirement package, maybe a job loss a little bit earlier in life. Now, you may only go through this once, but there are some folks who might go through this multiple times, although we certainly hope you, you never have to go through this. But what are some of the things we need to be aware of? of in the major life event of a divorce? Because a lot of mistakes, I think, get made from a financial perspective when people have to go through a divorce. You know, that is so true. Um, If at all possible, if anyone listening to this podcast is in the middle of a divorce or thinking about a divorce, you you must speak with a competent uh, CPA and financial advisor before the divorce is finalized. Um, The division of property and how that is done can have really severe and adverse consequences, tax consequences, for example, uh, if the parties are are not really aware and not really tuned into what they're agreeing to. I can give you, a, give you an example. I see this all the time. The house often goes to the wife and she is given um, a court date, maybe 12 or 18 months to refinance the house and to get it in her name and to assume the mortgage. And the only other assets that she may be getting would be from a qualified plan. It's something called a QDRA, a qualified domestic relations order that gives her a portion of, uh, of marital assets that are qualified money that haven't been taxed yet. Often the case is that the wife does not have significant work history, is not able to get that novation, is not able to get the new, the new mortgage. And the only way she can pay off the mortgage then, as she's ordered to do by the agreement, is to go to the qualified money that she's gotten from the divorce. And of course, all of that is going to be, you know, 100% taxable to her, often with penalties. Uh, It's just devastating. And that could have been set up in a different way, a different arrangement uh, to protect both parties if they just had known what they were agreeing to. But often they just don't know 
tax consequences of the agreement. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And, and you do have those situations maybe where one party is savvier than the other when it comes to selecting things. And, okay, you take the uh, traditional IRA, I'll take the Roth IRA. They're the same amount. So it looks very even, but you realize that there's no taxes paid on the Roth IRA. So really, the one party makes out with a much better situation. And uh, not that there's absolutely not that there's ill will maybe uh, occurring in that situation. But hey, you are going through a divorce, and and things do occur like that. There are many stories out there where you're trying to divide things up evenly, and you want to make sure that it, it truly becomes that way. Yeah, I just think it's crucial that you speak with a competent CPA and financial advisor in addition to you know to your attorney. Great points. All right, another major life event that we uh, might run into, Dan, and, and this is, again, kind of an unfortunate one, but also can be a blessing to the recipient, and that would be an inheritance. But I think the problem is rarely in life, unless you're a lottery winner or maybe really the only second occasion might be you get an inheritance, uh, is you get all of a sudden this windfall of money potentially at your feet. And it's not something that you've you've been accustomed to your whole life making a paycheck and getting week-to-week earnings. Now you get a huge maybe sum of money. What do you do with it? You're not experienced of going through that situation. So what should we be aware of in an inheritance or some other like lump sum event in our lives? Yeah, I think it's a really great question. And of course, it all depends on, on, on how the inheritance is, is, is coming to you. But there certainly is, a, is an emotional aspect uh, to receiving an inheritance. And I think that has got to be honored. If the money's coming from your parents and your grandparents, uh, a lot of a lot of my clients really want to make sure that whatever they do with these funds, that they make sure they take an opportunity to to honor the person that has made these funds possible for them. And whatever that means. Sometimes it means a bequest somewhere. Sometimes it means using the money for something that they know that that their parents or grandparents would have valued. But I, I think that's a very, very important, crucial place to start. But often, you know, we have conversations, is it better to pay off the house or just to take the funds and invest them? What kind of debt, if there's a, if the couple has a lot of debt, if the, if the recipient of the funds has a lot of debt, uh, what debt should be paid off? Just a lot of things to, to think through. If the money is in an IRA, you know, are we able to stretch out the IRA? Do we are we able to take pay the tax over over the beneficiary's life expectancy? Um, so just a, a lot of issues to think through, and uh, I really think that people need to take the time. I tell I tell my clients, you know, I, I'm not a hunter. I'm a farmer. I'm not interested in like. Um, getting you to be my client even necessarily today. Uh, but we want to plant seeds, we want to nurture those seeds. Um, and so people need time to think through these things. If the inheritance is coming, someone has a shock to them, either they didn't uh, know how much money that, that their parents or grandparents had, which sometimes is the case, or uh, there was a sudden death, uh, they need time you know, to, to come to terms with all of that. And I think having a person who can help you think through those things, come up with a plan, come up with a strategy, and give you time to uh, to make the best choices for you and your family. So it's it's uh, it's it's a tough time sometimes for people. No matter how much money they're receiving, there's a lot of emotion involved with it. Yeah, and and maybe even more so when we get to our last major life event yeah. to discuss on this podcast, and that's. The death of a spouse, uh, but it's something yeah. that a lot of us are going to experience and go through. And you talk about taking your time, uh, allowing those emotions to play themselves out maybe before making decisions. I'd imagine patience is really important when you deal with that major life event. Yeah, um, I, I think it's the most difficult, you know, is the death of a spouse. Um, it's really, really, um, it's, I, it's like, for me, it's a sacred event when I'm meeting with a, 
a, a recent widow or widower and just being able to be there with them. A lot of what they need initially, as understandably so, is some is some reassurance it's going to be okay. Understanding the process of how funds get transferred from their spouse to them. Um, there's lots of misconceptions and fear around that, you know, that their money will be locked up. And you know, most of that's not, not the case. I always encourage them to take their time. Um, I don't think any really, really significant and important decisions should be made quickly. Uh, they, need, they need to take time to go through the grieving process. You know, and 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 to help someone, to have someone there who's going to support them in making really, really good decisions. And I, I think it's also really, really useful if you can have adult children that are that are there that can be another set of uh, of eyes to look at what's going on and ears to listen and to create feedback and support for their for their parent who's uh, who's lost you know their spouse. All very uh, helpful things to think about when you're going through these different major life events. Unfortunately, a lot of these major things, Dan, happen when you get closer to that retirement age and, and into retirement. It's it's kind of funny the way we bracket these things. You know, all the fun things happen earlier in life, like uh, major life events we'd consider getting married and having kids and that kind of thing. And that's not to say that there aren't fun things that happen that are major when we get to these ages either. Uh, there's, there's grandkids and uh, things like that to celebrate and sing the successes of your children and grandchildren as you, as you go on. Um, but we do have to recognize the fact that these other complicating things do tend to start happening as you get older, and you've got to be aware for those different uh, moving pieces uh, to impact you. And it's always helpful having an advisor on your side. Tell us just a little bit as we wrap up the podcast this week, Dan, about your practice, how you help people through these major life events. Yeah. So um, I I tell clients, you know, the the financial planning piece of the pie is exactly that. You know, it's a piece of the pie. A holistic view toward financial planning is going to make sure that we're talking to your adult children, that we're integrating what we're doing uh, with the CPA, with your attorney, perhaps with uh, uh, some sort of a, of a, of a minister or who was ever important in, in the spiritual life of your family. All of this has to be looked at together and create a comprehensive um, overview, holistic plan for you. It's so important when you're talking about these major life events, especially the last one that we've talked about, the, the, death, of, uh, the death of a spouse. But it's listening, it's being patient, it's um, educating people, and really it's about empowering them to move forward into the next phase of their life. And it can be done with not only with a sense of, um, of grace, but also a sense of peace and a sense of confidence and hope for the future. And uh, I, if I can help someone do that, I feel like I've done my job. That's very helpful to hear your perspective on these things, Dan, and we appreciate it as always. Again, if you want to reach out to Dan, you can call 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. And we're always online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Betzel, B-E-T-Z-E-L, WealthAdvisors.com. Dan's the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you here in the greater Columbus area. Come in and visit him in the office as well in Gahanna, near the airport. 614-472-4510. A reminder of that number to call to get in touch. This is the Plan with Dan podcast. And coming up on the next podcast, we're going to be talking about your financial statements. Now, yeah, maybe that sounds a little bit of a bit boring, but it, it won't be. It's going to be an interesting conversation. We're going to break down your statements. What, what does it actually mean when you see that term income projection and asset allocation summary and things like that? What do those disclosures and fine print really mean? 
These are the things you're glossing over probably when you're looking at your statements, but we'll tell you why you shouldn't ignore these things and just uh, blow over them. They're important and you need to understand them. We'll talk about that on the next podcast with Dan Betzel. Thanks for tuning in. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.